Hey, you like cars? Well, so do I. Take a seat real quick. You're listening to Car Quicks. time it is we're here to talk about some things but you know first and foremost 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 we got to do our thing it's car quicks it's episode 20 it's your host cameron we're back at it there is a particular subject matter that comes up fairly often actually especially for people that have families right so if you don't have a family Maybe this episode doesn't pertain to you, but maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not going to say it doesn't just yet. But we're going to talk about why the best vehicle that anybody should be buying when they're trying to haul people is basically a minivan. But in particular, this particular episode is about this guy right here. I'm going to knock over the microphone. Volkswagen bus. It's back. After years of teasers and concepts and UK and the European market getting it before any of us here in the US, the Volkswagen ID Buzz long wheelbase has been announced. And let me tell you something. Listen, I know I've talked about certain of the cars and somebody's going to look at this flying brick and tell me, car quicks, you've been talking about other car designs and how dare you like this? How dare you? But this is fire. Okay. Brick or not, this is pretty much the Volkswagen bus that we've all come to know and love. See, I was born in California, right? So I've seen these things floating around with surfboards on them since my since I was a baby. Okay, I have a certain soft spot in my heart for the Volkswagen bus. So the ID Buzz got announced, right? And really, this this episode is going to kind of talk about something else that has come up in regards to the release of this car in conjunction with the overall car market. But let's just cut straight to the chase of why this is a big deal, right? If you're not into the Volkswagen bus, you're looking at this and you're like, this is not a big deal. Like, who cares? Car quicks, why? It's a Volkswagen. It's a minivan. It's a brick. It's a box on wheels. Scion did this. It was called the XB. Why are we back here doing this again? Really... To me, the reason why this is important is, one, because if you know the history of Volkswagen bus and why people like it, it's a very quirky, nostalgic type of look. So the fact that Volkswagen in 2023 going into 2024 made a car that looks pretty much like the future of what that vehicle would have evolved into is a big deal. And it's an electric car. Now, this is probably one of the best candidates for... The introduction of electric cars when you're talking about a nostalgic model. So instead of getting caught up in trying to create motors and efficiency and where you're going to stick it and all the drivetrain components, it's very much a candidate for making an electric car. Make it simple, put a motor in it, batteries, we don't got to go crazy with it. And they haven't. So 
Right off the top, it has a 91 kilowatt battery, right? You can get 282 horsepower in the front-wheel drive version or about 330 in the all-wheel drive. And there's been a few videos of people walking around showing this car, sitting inside of it, and the dimensions of it is what makes it so cool. So you can get, it's about seven passengers. The one in the U.S. is a long wheelbase version, right? So the one in the U.K. is about a five-passenger one. The U.S. one has a third row, but because it's an electric car and you have a very flat floor, this is actually a very usable third row. This isn't the third rows in many of the SUVs where they just pretty much suggest that you put people back there that you don't like or you put your kids back there because anything else doesn't make any sense. The Volkswagen one has a lot of features in it. From what I've been read, I know that this is going to be their premier vehicle for the ID line. So they have the ID4. I think it's an ID six. They have another ID. ID is obviously their electric line of cars that Volkswagen is making. This is going to be their halo. This is going to be their shining star. Yeah, the 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 brick above me, the the box on wheels, because of the history that it has, the nostalgia, the niche, the quirkiness. They want it to be something fun, and I applaud them doing this because listen. Almost every single electric car that's been coming out has been egg on wheels. I've already said this before. Eggs, half eggs, ball, blobs, whatever you want to call it. None of this stuff has been overly, overly nice looking. Not that they haven't made them. Usually it's a very high end that introduces something that looks very nice when it comes to how your design looks when it comes to electric cars. This one looks good because of the history of it. So you have... Two versions of the the car. You have front-wheel drive, you have all-wheel drive. 282 to 330 horsepower. The top speed is <laughs> 99 miles per hour. Now, the state I live in, that may not be fast enough. I'll be honest, okay? The way we're merging onto these freeways, 99, I mean, you're going to touch that top speed where I live. I mean, just in general. But regardless, I understand. It's an electric car, bus, you know, square, it ain't meant to be down the Audubon. And if you're trying to get top speed runs in this thing, you got to ask yourself why you chose this lifestyle because it's unnecessary. Now, outside of the normal technology inside the car, we have heated seats in the front. We have heated seats in the second row. You have steering wheel. You have 12-way power in the front and rear. You have this 5.3-inch cluster on the dashboard, as you can see ahead above me. You got 12.9-inch on the center console infotainment system. Brand new Volkswagen technology as far as how the operating system works on infotainment system. We have Apple CarPlay. We have Android Auto. We have eight USB-C ports. You got wireless charging. You got 1,210-volt outlet, 12-volt outlets. I mean, they are aiming this at people that want to be outdoors they want to go to the beach they want to put bikes on the on the back they want to put them on the top sunroofs all that things surfboards all of those things are what the people that originally were buying these cars are doing so that's what their marketing is at charging they haven't talked about how much it can charge other than a very broad statement they said between 10 and 80 percent it can charge in under 20 minutes at peak 170 kilowatt charging. That's a very large spread because they haven't said what that depends on. Is it the charging station you're at? Is it the infrastructure? We don't know. What we do know is that you have this very big gamut of how fast it's going to charge when you're at your best possible scenario. Panoramic sunroof. You get air vents in each of the rows. 
And one of the cool things is each of the interiors has very much a theme as far as the colors go. You got this like orange and white. You have a very bluish outside. So it's very much a fun, quirky thing. It's very simple. I mean, you don't have to really look too much into what it has and what it offers and technology if you're trying to cross shop it. Because really, the only thing you can really cross shop is another minivan. But to a degree, right? I have a Toyota Sienna in our family, right? So if you were really looking at like an eight-passenger van, something that get really good gas mileage, and you're trying to go long-distance drives and things like that, maybe the ID Buzz works for you. I see a lot of beach towns, places like Santa Monica, Venice, Florida, South Carolina, you know, Hawaii. This will be a massive deal, especially in Hawaii, because really you're not going anywhere when you're on an island of Oahu. A 200-mile range is more than enough for you to cross that island multiple times because I've lived there for a number of years. So I know this is going to be marketed very well at those people. But besides the normal stats, I didn't really spend too much time on that because what this episode is about is ultimately something I talked about in my very first episode of Car Quicks, right? I said, do we really care about markup and ADM? And I'm going to keep this short. I promise. I am promise I'm going to keep it short. One of the CEO of North America, Volkswagen, they know that this is a big deal for them. Everybody that likes this type of car, myself, many others, they're going to go out of their way to go and get it. They're going to make sure they're in line. They're going to call their dealership. They're going to find out about it. Volkswagen hasn't had anything fun and quirky since the Beetle, really. They haven't really had anything since we were putting little flowers in the vase on the dashboard of the Volkswagen Beetle. There hasn't been anything really quirky, really fun, something to get people excited about. They have the Atlas. They have the Tiguan, Tiguan, however you want to say it. They have, what else? They got the Golf. GTI, Golf R, I mean, that speaks to me, hatchback lovers and stuff like that. But there hasn't been anything, the Ariton, there hasn't been anything that has people really talking about the brand. This ID Buzz, the Volkswagen bus, the micro bus, this is the first time in many years outside of Dieselgate that people are talking about the Volkswagen brand. So the CEO of North America made a statement when people have been asking about this because we don't know the price tag. And I have heard that it might be somewhere around the 50 to 60K range, which is pretty bonkers. Okay, again, these car prices out of line. But the Volkswagen uh, CEO of North America, he made a statement saying, we cannot have any markups. There cannot be markups on this car because they very much need this car to become their halo. They need this to be the car that people are talking about that gets the brand on better terms. I mean, they're competing with, with Hyundai and Kia now. Like, who would have thought? But that's what just happened when you're dealing with something where you lie to consumers, and you're trying to gain back their trust, you don't have the greatest history of the reliability across multiple years. So you're working your way towards getting back to the era of time you were when we had MK2 GTIs and Golfs running the streets and rabbits until the wheels fell off. And then we put new wheels back on them and they kept going. So what he said is there cannot be any markups. Here's where I'm going to talk about why I know some of this stuff is really for the media, right? So the CEO comes out, he says, we cannot have any markups. This car cannot be beholden to markups. The people, the consumers, you've been dealing with enough to the markups left and right. We can't have this. However, he made a statement that is going to speak to something that I've said before about how much 
these manufacturers care to really make a difference, how far they're going to go to make a change, and how often we're going to be dealing with these markups for the foreseeable future. Because the way it's looking now, MSRP is far and in between. And the places that do have it, I mean, get in line. Because you're going to be chilling for a while. Here's what he said, and I quote, We need to find a fair way for the consumer and the dealer. There's no overpricing that the system doesn't crash, said D. His name is D-I-S-I. I don't know if you say D-C, D-I-C. I could be saying it completely wrong. We, I continue. We have, I would say, another three to five months to figure it out. We don't have the solution yet. I want to talk about something here. I'm calling a little bit of BS on this. Here's why. They're talking about they need to find a solution to get the dealerships to stop charging a markup on their cars. The CEO of Volkswagen is saying they have three to five months to figure out how to land on Mars <laughs> because the way he's talking about a markup or, or ADM is as if we're trying to split an asteroid in half like it's Armageddon. And I'm Bruce Willis, or he is. He's trying to figure this out. I don't understand how these companies make statements like, we can have no markups. And then when they talk further, they're like, well, we're three to five months. We don't have the solution yet. This is not vibranium that we're mining. We're not trying to reverse land on Mars with a rocket ship. We're talking about your network of dealerships having been running, been running rampant with markups across the board. It doesn't matter if it's Volkswagen, Toyota, Ford, I mean, not Tesla, because they've been (laughs) they've been chopping their prices. But all the other dealerships, Honda, Toyota, Mazda, I mean, you could name them. And everybody has a story about them trying to go get a car. If you if you try to buy a car in the last three years at a dealership, every single car website is talking about this over and over and over again. The markups are consistently across the board. So when I hear a CEO say, we have to figure it out, I'm like, you don't want to figure it out. There's no way that you have a dealership of across the United States, and the CEO of your of the company, the person that has the power to basically pass a bill, if you, you know, for lack of a better term, I can decide how this is going to play. Even when you talk about the dealer network in America and the lobbying they've done, it's very political and the power that they have, it still falls on the manufacturer or at least it should, or at least they should be willing to stand up and fight for what they assume to be the right thing. See, if you're telling your consumer, we're trying to figure this out, in three to five months tells me you're not going to figure it out. Because as soon as this is available to be reserved, people are going to go to the dealership, they're going to put a reservation down, then the cards are going to start trickling in, and they're going to show up there, and they're going to be like, yeah, 10000 over. Because one, you build it not in America, so we barely have any coming in here. Number two, they haven't had anything fun in forever. So when you're talking about how much time do we need, what do we need to figure out, the answer is simple. Call your dealerships, pick up the phone, 
we tell them, hey, mark it up and you're not getting any. I mean, maybe I'm out of place, right? I'm just a consumer. I'm not a CEO of a car manufacturer. So maybe it's way more political. Maybe he really is trying to land on Mars. I don't know. But any person that's running a car company that is trying to get their consumer to believe in the fact that there will be no markups when we're trying to buy a car that people are excited about, people are driving it. We just had 100 videos hit YouTube, people in and out the ID buzz talking about it's big, it's nice, it's spacious, it's quirky, it's fun, it's cool, it's something that Volkswagen needs. We can't wait to buy it. And even they're like, I don't know what it's going to cost. And on top of that, I don't know what the markup is going to be. Then the CEO says, we can't have any markups. Then he follows that, follow, follows that up with, but we don't have a solution. Again, I've said this plenty of times. These car companies are making it seem like we're trying to figure out how to bring back the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. He's trying to extract DNA out the mosquito in the molasses. And the trees happen. It's not that critical. Tell your dealership network, this is the price. If we find out that you are selling it above the price to the consumer, then you no longer will get any more of these. It only takes a company or dealership to lose one of them to realize if my competitor down the street or in the same city as me decides to sell an MSRP and they get all the ID buzzes into their lot, and they get all the customers and they get all the relationship building because honestly, dealerships now don't care about relationship building. All these ADMs and markups is like short term. They don't even want to play ball at the table. So my whole thing about this is, and I'm going to wrap this up. If CEOs of car companies are acting as if this is rocket science, like we're trying to cure cancer, then they don't really actually want to have a solution because the solution is easy. If you ask a consumer, if you go down the street, if you walk into a dealership, if you go on any form for any car, go on the Ford Bronco form, go on the, you know, Dodge form, go on the GR Corolla form, go on the Toyota Sienna form, ask around, hey, do you, how, how can you, how can we get rid of markups or ADMs? We, we think it's kind of difficult. And all those consumers are going to laugh in your face and say, what are you talking about? Tell these car companies and these dealerships they can no longer mark this up, and it goes away. But for some reason, this is Unsolved Mysteries. So, the ID Buzz is coming. I'm excited about it. Many people like yourself are excited about it if you like this car. But we already got a dark cloud form coming in, and that's because everybody knows that there's a marker probably coming on this car. And your own CEO, Volkswagen, said, we ain't got a solution. And the way he's talking, they may not come up with one. So I don't know. Like I said, I kept it short. I just had to get that off my mind. It's Car Quicks. Show host is Cameron. This is a little bit of a podcast, a little bit of a short one. It's more of a, it's more of like a PSA. Like the games that are being played, the games, it's just multiple games. I, we got to figure out a solution. I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, figure out how to reverse engineer the space time continually. Yo, it's a markup on a car MSRP price that y'all set. This is as cut and dry as it gets. It doesn't get any more cut and dry. It's car quakes. Do as you wish. 
do as you may, because clearly the CEOs are. <laughs> I mean, these dealerships are definitely doing this as, as they wish and as they may, because it's wild out here. I'll see y'all around. Got another one coming up right behind us. It's Car Quicks. Cameron, your host.